Hello and welcome back to Black Arcade Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for a very saddening episode of Southland Season 3, Episode 4, Code 4. Story by Diana Sun and Will Rokas, who also wrote the teleplay and it was directed by Felix Alcala. I gave this episode a 9.6 out of 10. Oh, Nate. Let us all pour one out for fucking Nate. In the arms of the Shy had kind of referenced this prior, and I basically skipped over it and didn't even say anything. <laughs> Knowing that this was coming, I remember this being one of the most shocking moments at the time that I had seen you know we have we're, we're we're not even halfway through the season and we have a main character dying in a very underwhelming fashion as far as you know it wasn't a shootout or anything like that or in the course of doing their job even though they were doing their job man i was i was so with sammy and he's only done one thing good this episode <laughs> which was saying just let it go unfortunately nate could not let it go and i think due to his own actions this episode that's why he was targeted to be taken out and i think that he definitely got one of his minions to do it because that one guy was standing on the porch like he had ordered this to go down and considering how he can get through to the community in ways that sammy and those other detectives cannot i uh I felt so horrible so horrible for the pain coming down the pipeline because this was not his best day either and both of them wanted it to be over before we do jump into the recap wherever you listen to this episode popping stitcher itunes spotify amazon go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback for southland or any other show that we're doing blackercouch at gmail.com so let's go to Ben's storyline because this was pretty much his continued hazing as he states but it's not hazing it's John realizing that his partner has kind of checked out on the fact that he's still a boot and still things to learn and he really is starting to allow his personal life which is really hard to do as we see in the Sammy scenario to interfere with his actions as a police officer and you see immediately how you have to be compartmentalized not to allow your personal biases opinions so on and so forth to get the better of you when you're on the street dealing with situations that no matter how much in a classroom they're going to give you scenarios about it's nothing it will never compare to an actual situation where everything is unscripted we begin with him you know discussing in the car like what's going on with you you're quiet i don't know what's happening he tells him about a dream he had about his dad he was at his funeral he didn't have anything good to say about him but when he looked into the coffin it was him john wonders if he needs to stop by bss and he says this is why i don't tell you anything on the other hand john does suffer from that toxic masculinity trait that you see with a lot of men that 
I think Bill Burr made a comment about <laughs> his dad said to his mom, "Don't hug him; he'll be gay." <laughs> you have that. This is this is the mindset. The '60s, '70s, '80s, and those people are grown today. Yeah, they don't grow up with this idea of being able to communicate your feelings and john his only avenue is to be the way he is which is a little bit of teasing but very much so what like i'm still your training officer you know i'm still my job is to make sure you're prepared in the next 90 days to be a good partner for someone else that's going to be depending on you to save their life and viewing your actions today letting you lead especially after i'm telling you how to do a notification and you're listening and you're over there like yeah uh this is boring i already know i don't you don't have anything more to teach me is that it's kind of the the little bit of arrogance he had going and so he says look why don't you take the lead today maybe i'll learn something you know if you really are that good let's see how good you are their first case is a domestic which was very much how a domestic goes with the husband and wife the one lady was like i told them she was like stay right here and then she started creeping right behind him (laughs) but when they get to the the scene it's chaos you have the girlfriend throwing everything that she can get at the man who she thinks is cheated on her of course this is a a domestic so this is how the relationship has gone but you heard john say several times turn off that stove that is a possible hazard and you had been in this moment which he does have this victimology when it comes to women in particular due to his own childhood he's a little less he's a little less uh inclined to take more divisive action trying to protect her more than trying to subdue her because just because there's a bigger stronger man in the situation it doesn't mean the female is not the aggressor i told you that bitch crazy or the abuser i mean how many times have we seen this when domestic shows up and you know you automatically assume she calls the police because she thinks he'll get arrested because he's the man you know i was the i was the helpless one in the situation and they show in this episode that no that's not the case at all and because he wasn't able to really see who was the aggressor he just assumed it was the big black guy he allowed the female to have more agency than she should and she ended up picking up that hot pan off the stove and throwing it not this not the pan thank goodness but the uh contents of the pan at her boyfriend which caused some minor burns but i'm sure all that screaming didn't make him feel any better about the words minor and so he chews him out after luckily the guy only has minor burns and he took it took him a while to be told you know you need to call this like your mind is trained for the situation but you're you're not actually trained for the situation especially when it comes to domestics you don't seem to know how to get a handle on the situation because this reminds you too much of where you came from and you hear a little bit later that john comes from a much harder 
much more visceral type of training than even he has come from and it could just also be a matter of what's the word generation you know this is how we train officers here and now this new generation is like okay we'll take approach to them and we'll you know they have those new behavior skills they do the same shit at work and i just talk to people on the phone but they always come up with new uh psychological ways in which you're to talk to the customer or behaviors or not even the customer sometimes other people it's just it's, it's a thing so that's when he decides to allow him to move forward after he because he brushes over that incident and he's just moving on how to do a death notification and when we see detective adams doing one you can tell like yeah they're not going to train you on that situation when you're in the academy so he lets them lead they go to williams home to do a notification they go to the apartment 12 he finds the first williams and he goes he doesn't search the rest of the mailboxes to see maybe there's more than one williams here it's a very common last name at that so he ends up knocking on this woman's apartment who's belligerent doesn't want to talk to the police tells them they need a warrant to talk to her or to invite her in her house and then he ends up screaming that her son is dead except it's not her son because he went to the wrong apartment and she gives him all of the business while john is like yeah so uh about that training you had the next situation well after they go to lunch where (laughs) he's uh with two uh, fellow officers where he says uh oh no wait they they stop a guy that was the the thing before they went to lunch they stop a guy he says the guy in front of us he hasn't moved a muscle he keeps checking in his mirror that's a little bit of what's the word i'm looking for um Mm, what is the word i'm looking for i can't remember right now but basically he does some uh he does pull him over they immediately he acts probable cause thank you jesus i couldn't it was gonna drive me crazy so yeah they have probable cause to believe that uh he's hiding something i wasn't sure about or making him get out of the car and arrest him for a simple traffic violation not tell him what the violation was like i was a little side-eyeing it a little bit even though he did have all the weed in his car and i don't really know how the probable cause works so i'm not gonna go too ham in it but i do feel as if they should have at least read his miranda rights but no oh no i just forgot the supreme court said fuck that i hate it here i did laugh where or when he said look at this and he's like where's your suspect <laughs> he was running down the street with the handcuffs on <laughs> and then ben took off after him and then john just got in the car and he passed ben when he was running and he's like hey you got my partner's cuffs and causes him to fall and he tells ben why would you run when you can drive i pull up in a lemon blocks get to spinning money 3d printing never had a limit that's when they have lunch and he's like yeah i've been letting him step on his dick all day and then he gets back and everybody's like it happens to everyone common mistake has it ever happened to you no 
then they get to a situation where it looks like ben does a good job there's a guy on pcp who's already been tased like four times and he's like do it again so he decides to say something to him in japanese that gets him to calm down so he's able to arrest him everybody's like oh maybe we did learn something today which they did in a sense because they're joking about it in the car as they're following in the ambulance like uh yeah uh, my dad made me do karate not that it you know really helped much and they talk about the academies that they went to where his was all kumbaya and (laughs) john's was all hard knock life it's kill or be killed then the pcp guy jumps out of the ambulance and seriously harms himself because he's on pcp and it turns out that john did not secure the secure him to the gurney as he was supposed to as he said i thought the paramedics did it they don't have cuffs they don't have cuffs then they don't have cuffs he's like how do you say i fucked up in japanese and he actually did say it the guy they took in it turns out was connected to lydia's case i love how they do that because he had that uh that necklace the gold boxer glove necklace that was going to go to artist's son at the end of the day he tells them look i get it i have some things to learn but john in typical john fashion it's like no it's not about something to learn you don't get it you think you're most dangerous when you come out of the academy no right now in this moment you are the most dangerous because you think you have it and unfortunately if i don't course correct your mind right now and show you how much you don't in 90 days or 60 days 90 days one or the other you're going to be with someone else and i'm not going to be there to cover your ass and they are going to be depending on you at that point to be knowing this shit so if you are still being told that means you are not ready which means when i'm giving you these lectures next time don't be yawning in the passenger seat being bored as fuck talking about how you know it all because you don't and then he walks away and that's how we leave the relationship it feels like how we always leave the relationship they're so friends but it is very much boot and non boot <laughs> he's just he's just still training officer and i think he does care about him and he thinks he's really great but he doesn't want to see him fuck up let's go over to lydia's story arc where her mom has been dumped via text and the first thing she's gonna say to her daughter is how do you live without sex Why you gotta be so rude? don't you know i'm human she gets a call from her captain because despite her own caseload she is sent to babysit two other detectives that very much uh take her lead (laughs) but it also goes back to what Ochoa was saying last episode like hey it's this man's world and we come in we do all the fucking hard work and we barely get any credit how's that fair but she comes immediately to the scene of a drug dealer named artist being murdered uh (laughs) the guys are in the back room playing the playstation when she gets there and the poor coroner is like are you the real detective (laughs) because he's like where's the others in the back she's like come on they're like in a minute no now (laughs) she asked them what did they do how many places they canvas they get an id 
they think it's a drug deal gone wrong they allow her to handle the notification (laughs) to not only the next of kin which is uh his ex-wife but as well as his mother is that correct or no her his sister when he goes to see the ex-wife or still wife it turns out that he went to jail they never officially got divorced but he did at least care about his son because there was a photo of him in the house and he did promise to give that chain to his son and that's the same thing she is most concerned about and i don't know like i get it though you have to understand that people aren't close in real life just because they've died doesn't mean that they all of a sudden (laughs) you are who you don't know that whole uh story but she doesn't seem to be judging this episode either as she just leaves and takes it as she is and goes to the the house notifies the sister who's very aggressive doesn't like the fact that she has shown up on her property (laughs) to inform her that her crackhead brother is dead uh brian is all concerned about his playstation he took he took my playstation and i want it back i'll put a whooping on their ass so fast boy they then interrogate i love when the two dudes is in the room like we're trying to help you here but we you you ain't even heard the bad news and here it comes <laughs> walks in the door like look we we got the murder weapon we know what's up you better help yourself because you going to jail they tell him that he's gonna get the needle he's like look 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 i was paid to kill him by gizmo everybody been looking for this gizmo turns out gizmo when they bring up the playstation <laughs> is his nephew brian who had him murdered because he took his playstation that's legit what happened and so they try to get a set up phone call where the guy calls him like hey we need to talk about that thing you did and he immediately hangs up so then she goes to the house with his playstation and said i just want to give this to you because he was like my mama's not home and then the minute she's like uh bitch i know that you are gizmo i know you had your uncle killed but just know just because we can't prosecute you right now we about to make your life a living hell everybody's about to be watching you now and then his aunt shows up and she's like what you talking about she's like oh you didn't know gizmo over here had your brother killed and she tells him tells her do you have a warrant no get off my property all right she slams the door but the woman can't even control her temper as she's yelling and we find out that they are co-conspirators in the drug business that they're doing and that this murder was not uh intended to be but was completed by one gizmo she's like i'll see you later giz so that's how we pretty much wrap up that story arc let's go to sammy and nate sammy is still sleeping on the couch that nate's wife really wants him to get off of (laughs) <laughs> the son bringing him some burnt hot pockets or <laughs> some uh pop tarts burnt pop tarts talking about my mom wants to know when you leave it <laughs> she packs her husband a lunch they leave they catch the first case which is a man who was buying a birthday cake for his children and was shot uh sammy is taking a phone call yelling at his wife because this is what divorce does i sammy needs to this is another situation where your personal life isn't is interfering with your your 
professional life and you're dealing with other people's lives as well and the tragedy in their lives so while i understand you're having this huge big thing with tammy she's gonna get a restraining order she's refusing to take a dna test she's just being what like why do you even have that photo of her still on your desk i do not understand but he is not compartmentalizing as you need to be as john is saying when you get on the job so unfortunately he doesn't call the necessary people to get this man's body covered especially after they find his two children in the car having witnessed his murder nate has been yelling at his wife on the phone instead of allowing the man's wife to show up and find him dead in the freaking street he's like there's flies on a man like why would you leave him out here like he's livestock that's fucked up and then if you know he does know that he's wrong because he takes off his coat and he covers up his face but he's like what's his street name like he immediately assumes this is a gang related thing he's like no he wasn't even into that shit and that also makes sammy feel more like an asshole (laughs) they then look at the surveillance and they are able to finally find a witness they go to her house he thinks that they should go after spider first but nate knows he's just gonna lawyer up and we need this positive id so that we can legitimately arrest him instead of trying to shake him down they go to the witness's house nate looks to possibly be getting through to her but sammy can't contain his temper and ends up uh, ostracizing her they get back in the car and he's like look we did it your way we're gonna do it my way they go pick up spider spider is definitely the one i did he get out on parole or something because i could have sworn that was him with the baseball bat he then uh tries to beat him up in the interrogation room (laughs) yeah i gotta be taken out when he's like yeah they're like wait for it he's gonna ask for his lawyer i don't know why you didn't expect this to happen nate takes the initiative because he's like clearly i'm gonna be working this case by myself and goes back to the witness drives her around is able to get through to her knows that her brother is a priest that he gets along with that she gets along with very well and her brother's able to convince her to come down and make a statement which gets them the arrest for spider so all is good it was seen on the way home uh it's dark now and he says look um well yeah some did you get the dna test he's like i did however i am gonna sleep with sal or i am gonna move over to sal i'm gonna get off your couch i know your wife wants me gone i know y'all love me but i'm intruding i I can't pretend like i'm not intruding and he says look sal (laughs) is cursing me out one minute and the next he says he's got a spare bedroom or a spare uh place for me to stay so i'm gonna move out and he's happy for him and even though he fucked up today he knows his friend is in a bad place they then have a bottle thrown at their car sammy's like just forget it but he's like we can't let it go he gets out he's like look y'all gonna make us work today and the dude's like you know us man and he shows him his tats and there was just way too many people they weren't looking at their six their seven you know the dude's creeping up behind i was starting to feel uncomfortable the whole entire time there's a helicopter they put up their fingers for four 
this episode's entitled code four code four means no further assistance is needed so they didn't even feel or he didn't feel like he was in uh a harmful situation he said everything's under control the scene is safe the officers are now in charge of the situation however that is not the case and just when those lights are away and they're just about to go back to their car all of a sudden nate Nate is hit in the back of the head with a baseball bat it happened so quickly it was so muted you know you had them kind of go after uh kind of go after sammy but i i almost feel as if this was more of an attack against nate than it was sammy now that i'm re-watching it again i think that and this is this is how it truly is a white officer dead is different than uh a latin or i'm not sure exactly which uh moretta is which which uh what's the word i can't find it right now (laughs) what his ethnicity is in this moment but i do believe that it they there is always a different response from a black or from a person of color officer going down and a white officer going down and i don't think that the people that perpetuated this didn't take that into account because technically sammy himself should have been absolutely torn apart by this crowd and it felt like they were trying to keep him away because the minute that nate was down everyone started gang stopping him and it's not until he pulled out his gun and he started shooting and then he has to try to drag his partner to the car and then he has to wait for officers to show up he has to shoot several people i think he shot one person who was trying to take nate's gun before other officers finally show up and they get him to the hospital in the back of the police car it's uh it's too late this is where we get to the beginning scene and we hear a scream and we know that's nate's wife who eventually cries in his arms because he did not make it home even though it was coming it still hurt my soul seeing the whole entire scene unfold once again the helplessness of the situation the suddenness of the loss you know how one day you're one minute you're less like yeah your tats look nice man have a good day because he's trying to maintain that rapport with the community Uh, we saw that as he was passing through he has that rapport and i think that that was a problem that people felt need to be handled so how this is going to affect sammy who's already emotionally fragile due to his current situation with his ex-wife we shall see we do have feedback for this episode i'm anxious to hear shy's thoughts so let's go ahead and jump into the mailbag Hey Christina, it's me Shy. I am here to give my feedback for Southland Season 3, Episode 4. Now I must say that um, I'm still, I just watched the episode, so I'm still, it's still fresh. (laughs) In regards to, obviously, you know what happened in this one. I was completely, well, I was forewarned. So when I saw, you know, they usually give us a little monologue of uh what's 
to come for the episode um, in the beginning. And so when I saw Sammy sitting there covered in blood, um, anxiously waiting, and then a woman screaming, and then him starting to cry, I was like, Eeky. I know where we're going with this. So I, was, I wasn't shocked by the turn of events. And so I can tell I can tell you that it had me uh, <laughs> uh, looking at the episode differently. Had I not had that little clip before the episode started, um, I would have probably been a lot more thrown for a loop. Devastated. It's not like Nate's my favorite character and blah blah blah, but he is a main cast member. Whom you know I've gotten to know uh, throughout these the seasons, and so um, and of course it doesn't hurt that he's a good-looking guy. So that's never hard to. I mean, it's never. I can't never be mad at that. But um, yeah, that would have made what happened at the end even more of a shocker for me. But I was preparing myself throughout this whole. I found myself preparing myself throughout the episode for what whatever is about to happen so i don't know it's like it's almost like a spoiler i guess <laughs> the um the little clip at the beginning they kind of spoil you on what's to come if that makes sense um but you know i don't mind spoilers too much but in this case it you know took away from me possibly being even more um, taken off guard and surprised. But I must also say that I've always felt like something bad was going to happen. For, but I thought it was going to be more about Nate's teenage daughter. And because she kept getting into these shenanigans, hanging around the wrong people. And I just thought it would happen along those lines that he, he would end up getting killed that way. Um, but yeah, and I didn't, I'm not going to lie, I didn't watch too much of it. Once I saw it, because it's like the end of the episode, once I saw it was about to go down, I was like, okay, I can't watch this. I really can't. So I skipped through some stuff. Anyways, um, as for everything else, Sammy was getting on my nerves with him and his... It's like, even when she's not in the episode, even when I don't see her, she's still annoying me. Of course, Sammy as well. But it's like, dude, you, you, <laughs> their relationship, when I say their relationship drama is still annoying me. So even though I'm not seeing them together, their continued nonsense is ongoing. Um, with her following the restraining order and him acting like he ain't got no sense in regards to that. Like, dude, you, you did what you did. That's the consequences of doing what you did. You know, you know, you're not dealing with. You know, not that he's, I mean, you know, as far as she's concerned, not the most rational, most, um, um, I can't even think of the word, but, you know, she's not, she's not the type that you can have a sensible conversation with, especially when emotions are high. So I don't even know why he even was, he was just, just be extra. And I thought that would be, and I, in, in a way, I feel like it did um, led to Nate's death. I was like, oh, yeah. But I thought it was going to be more so like he's not paying attention. He's so distracted with 
what stupid crap with Tammy and that, you know, he's going to take a call and leave Nate bombs, you know, that kind of thing. That's where I was thinking was going to happen. But um, anyways, then we got Lydia and her dealing with uh, Dumb and Dumber detectives and i'm like why are they even if they're that much of a liability why are they on the force why are they part of the police like i just never understood that like if they're especially detective and i looked with the corner chaz was saying about oh if i knew it was that easy to be a detective <laughs> i would have taken the exam so they just had them being just like completely you know just misogynistic just neanderthals i guess is a better word for it um and just lazy and i know there's that i mean you could be smart but lazy but they just seem dumb and lazy but i could be wrong um i mean they had to have some smarts about them to make it this far but anyway lydia has to go in and basically like she said and we saw babysit these two detectives and ensure that this crime um, gets solved. I'm not understanding why they need a Lydia. If this, if this just some two-bit crackhead that got shot in the face, I don't know why she needed to get involved in something like that. I mean, okay, so they fumble it. I mean, because it's just like they kept sending mixed messages. Oh, he was just a crackhead. Well, if he's just a crackhead and it's not that big of a deal, why are they sending someone so, you know, one of their top detectives to look into it? I mean, if nobody cares. So I thought that was weird. Um, And then, of course, we find out that Gizmo is the 14-year-old. And I'm like, how is he calling the shots? He owns the house. Isn't that what the window, window, is that what he said? That he owned the house that... um, artist was in and so i'm like how is that if he's 14 how's he owning the house and how is he and how are you why are you listening to a 14 year old why are you I'm like it just didn't make sense to me he was like what i mean and he played it off though mr 14 year old gizmo you know playing all innocent and all that and the mama i mean on the one hand you get you know, black mamas, we don't play all that good stuff. But I'm sorry. I'm. I guess I'm. I'm just not that parent that's gonna be looking the other way while my children do wrong and do bad things on this in this world. I'm just not. I mean, I'm. I'm raising you the right way. I'm raising you a certain way, and I. But I also raise my children to have accountability. Like you know, understand their 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 role in this world in this country you're black you're you know this is the perception this is how you're going to be seen sometimes you're going to deal with this you're going to deal with that so all that i you know i let them know but at the end of the day you know if you're making the choice to you know be a criminal to engage in criminal activity just know that I mean you're gonna get caught up and you're gonna be caught in the system. You're gonna get caught eventually, and you're gonna have to pay the consequences. So I'm all about accountability. So it's like do the right thing, make the right decisions. I you'll I'll have your back all day long. I'll support you all day long. You do something shady, illegal, all that good stuff. I will be there as your mom, but I'm not supporting you in that behavior. And that's 
It's just that's how I that's how I see things. Because all you're gonna do is suck me into this world, instead of you know vice versa. So I'm not trying to get caught up in your mess. So um, matter of fact, I had a conversation not about illegal stuff. Um, just in regards to my youngest and his relationship with um, at the moment. And so I had to have a kind of like conversation along those lines. Um, so, yeah. Um, what else happened? Oh, yeah. I forgot um, Ben and John and their little thing and Ben being distracted and not really being engaged in his job. And then John having to um, teach him a lesson about the fact that, you know, and I get that. Those are the most dangerous people to think they know, but they don't know. And that's why, like, I think young adults are the most dangerous because they're adults and they think they know everything, but they don't know everything, everything. And so they find out the hard way sometimes how much they don't know. And so I like that lesson that John um, was trying to impart to him because that'll only help him as he continues on in his career, help Ben. So I like that. Um, that you know they do go about it in a crazy way, but it 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 hones in, it hammers home the message. So that's all I got on that note. Until next time, much love, peace, and black girl magic, queen of the couch, shy. That was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the episode. I agree that if they didn't have that beginning scene, it would have been a lot more horrifying. But sometimes those scenes, I think after three seasons can be, doesn't necessarily lead to a horrid, uh, you know, end of the conflict. So I kind of gave them a pass on that. But I honestly, I I totally agree (laughs) that uh, without that particular scene, especially with Nate covered in the blood and the scream and then him crying. Yes, it could have been something else besides Nate, but uh, about halfway through the episode, you're like, I don't know what else this could be. I knew it wasn't going to be the daughter just because brains in your hair can ruin your thug life. Just my two cents. I know some people can just pick up they, but if you ain't really a thug and you just dating one and then they brains end up in your hair, that's, that's, uh, that's when I'm just like, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just going to hang on the other side of the law. Just probably for the best. I really like Chaz as well. Uh, I thought him and Lydia were going to like hook up or something because he was he was being all he was giving her little looks and uh, she could have jumped on that, especially after her mom was telling her she ain't getting none. But <laughs> alas, he said, can I talk to you uh, about some cases for Mutt and Jeff? She's like, unfortunately, there's nothing I can do for you. And I think that that and this is just a guess. I don't know. I really don't know the insides and out. And I can also understand why you I know you don't like uh <laughs> you don't like blood and guts and all that type of stuff uh but it also was a little triggering so i could definitely see one not choosing to watch the rest of that scene i did it was sad i think they have a quota to solve per detectives uh per department so lydia has to make sure everyone makes it and i can see that because i have been in that role plenty of times in my department (laughs) when i worked in casualty you know we need to make this number everyone it's 14 people on our team but for some reason only two people are close to go and now you have to go into other people's files figure out what they can close i've had to go on many people's desks and do that um substantially to keep the department low 
so that's my guess is what lydia has been tasked to do it's not that this is a hard case because the one guy's even said like she gave us a really hard case to close i think that there are those that are pulling their weight and those that aren't pulling their weight and lydia has to be there to make sure that they all look good despite her own caseload because she has she's that capable uh so that's where i thought they were going with there but i'm so with the one guy where he's like well if i thought it was this easy well clearly they were doing part of the job though i mean they did canvas they said did you canvas anyone seven houses eight houses they don't even agree they're just not they don't take their job seriously and with the if you know that someone can come behind you and hold your hand well then you don't have to worry about uh <laughs> always being the best because you're always going to have the best to step in when you falter so i think that's just showing why lydia is the high because they they said it last episode what kind of position she is it is a higher one than other detectives in her department and in regards to brian i think that last part is where it hit home for me because i was saying the same thing because they said well he took his name he put it wasn't the home it was the utility bill in brian's name so i don't know who he said that was his house but that's just what the guy was saying but all lydia found was that there was a utility bill in his name they a su- supposition at the time that he stole his social security number and you can they don't run that shit uh i mean they don't run in and be like oh this is a teenager really not good especially in some areas in this country really not good and i know about it only because i know people who've had situations and where they've used there and i'm just like what the hell that's why y'all trifling uh but in the end it was clear that he wasn't it wasn't just him he was in cahoots with his mom that was likely the brains of the operation and while little man probably went off and said hey look i'll give you 300 dollars to another crackhead mind you <laughs> who couldn't even be bothered to outsmart a police at a police stop had a whole bag of weed in the back seat clearly he doesn't use his brain and he just went and said hey do this for me and she didn't know about it but now this this is uh fucking up their operation because she kept she was so quick to call him a crackhead i don't know nothing about his business clearly they were all in the business together so i think that's where um and again i I, was just talking about me having the subtitles on i have them all every time every single time so when they were yelling after lydia closed the door she was standing on the porch that's when it was like ah now it all makes sense but yeah really good episode i see you've already hit the next episode i don't think i'm going to be able to get to that one before uh, i leave but i will see because i am supposed to be watching um another movie and or after yang and i'm pretty sure i'm going to be a rabbit hole of westworld for the rest of the week because that's where i want to live and that's where i'm gonna be next in the next uh listen your feedback on that and getting that podcast the last little touches on that so uh we shall see and i got stranger things if you want to send feedback for our next episode of southland black or couch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black girl magic